All right, folks, a little chilly morning, but they got it hot over here at KRDO. Boy, geez, Pete, I wish you could be in here. I should probably be wearing a swimsuit. It's like 90 degrees. But that gets us going into our Friday Fire Up Hometown Hero, and we got Dylan Meisenhammer on the line. Dylan, you there? Hi, how are you, sir? Good, good. Thanks for joining us. Dylan uh, serves in the Carter Springs Fire Department. And Dylan, how long have you been doing that? Uh, I've been there about seven years now. That's that's quite a long time. What were you doing before? You know what? I was born and raised in Colorado Springs and was blessed to uh, find out I wanted to be a firefighter at a young age and uh, joined as a volunteer at 18. And, uh, you know, the rest is history after that. I was lucky to get started nice and early in it. Jeez, that's unbelievable. At that age, where did you uh, start volunteering at? I started volunteering for a small county department called Westcott, kind of up in the Glen Eagle area. Oh, yeah. And, uh, they, Yep, like I said, they just blessed me with an opportunity to work for them for a few years before I was able to kind of fulfill my dream of working working for Colorado Springs. So you did a couple years of volunteer work. How long did that take till you got on with CSFD? You know, I did about two years as a volunteer for Westcott. I worked on their paid side after that for about two more years. And then right after that was when I was lucky enough, like I said, to get hired with the city. And so you've been at the city, you said, seven years? Yes. Well, but your total service time is 10-plus years, it sounds like. Yep, yep. Um, kind of, yeah, pushing right around that time frame now. Yeah, just, just, just over 10 years now. Good for you. And what's your role down at CSFD? So I work as a firefighter paramedic. Nice. What station? Uh, station 10, right there at Meadowland and Academy. Very good, very good. Have you guys been busy lately? Have you seen an uptick, or is stuff slowing down? Oh, oh yeah. Winter, winter's always a busy time for us, you know, between weather um, and uh, people coming in for the holidays. You know, it's, it just always seems like winter's a busier time frame than around the summer. Well, you guys are always working hard, and you know I wanted to get you on the show because it's the fire department and police department that has to work during the holidays. You know, and people don't understand it's uh, you know you guys are protecting our community when we're you know enjoying ourselves with uh, meals with our family, and you guys are out there uh, serving us. So we really appreciate your service, your family sacrifice. And uh, Mary Golds is going to treat you guys. They're going to take, uh, you know, you and your wife can head up there, and they're going to treat you to a nice meal and uh, just take care of you and say thanks for your service. Well, thank you so much, and I hope you know that we understand we wouldn't be able to do what we do without everybody's support. So we want to appreciate everything that you all do for us as well. Fantastic. All right, Gus, will reach out to you from Marigolds. Jason, or excuse me, Jason, geez. Dylan, I know your buddy, Jason. Um, (laughs) Dylan, have a great weekend, man. You as well. You as well. Y'all be safe and have a Merry Christmas, okay? All right, you too. All right, folks, stick around. We got Luke Jones joining us from Creststone Roofing. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, folks, thanks for sticking with us. Just got done doing our hometown hero, Dylan Meisenhammer, a firefighter here serving our community, and they just do such a fantastic job protecting us. And uh, we got the pleasure of speaking with Luke Jones with Creststone Roofing. Luke, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. You got it. And Luke was just telling us over the break here, I got more respect for him now. Because he said he's actually been up on roofs pounding in tile, or am I I saying that correctly? Shingles, I mean, whichever, you know, done it all, I guess, in my life. But uh, yeah, spent uh, two years in college 
as an actual roofer, an installer, um, you know, and I kind of swore it off to be honest with you. I didn't, didn't think that was a very fun job. (laughs) And here I am, you know, 10 years later and, and, uh, using my knowledge from that I drew from college. So, yeah, well, I tell you, there's probably not a lot of, uh, roofing company, you know, owners and managers or higher up that actually have done that. Correct. Yeah, Yeah, no, for sure. That, I think that, uh, helps a lot with, with how successful we've uh, been and, and we're growing and things are looking uh, really nice for us just based on the knowledge that we have and uh, we can draw on that every day. We got got a great team in place. So you went from doing that, you know, actually up there doing the manual labor to what position did you go into after that? Yeah, so, you know, I can nutshell this maybe for 30 seconds for you. It's kind of a little boring. <laughs> Give us 40 but, seconds. All right, 40 <laughs> seconds. So here we go. Uh, you know, I worked all the way through college like a lot of people do, right, where you have a job. I just have been in construction. I actually have a degree in health science, which is kind of funny. Um, and that goes so, right in with Yeah, roofing. right in with roofing and construction and all, everything that I've been in, so... <laughs> You know, but that was where I could, uh, that's where I could, I could make money to pay for college and make my way through. So started, uh, spent two years there as an installer on the roof, um, among a few other things, framing houses and laying hardwood floors, stuff like that. So fast forward a few years, come out to Colorado, uh, with my family, my wife and, um, start working at a, dis- uh, window and siding distribution that kind of led in a few years of being a salesperson in that field led into, working for GAF, who's uh, the world's largest manufacturer of, of roofing materials. And uh, I ran the Colorado Territory for about seven years, um, handled, geez, $100 million worth of business during that time. Um, learned and you an went through lot. a lot of hailstorms during those seven years. Uh, I mean, you got a couple big ones here. Yeah, yeah, an awful lot. And, and you know what? You learn a lot because there are there's there's a lot of good people in this industry. Um, you know, the, everybody, every industry has their few that... Yeah. Maybe stick out is not so good, but uh, you learn a lot from these guys, and that kind of drew us into uh, starting our own business uh, with my partner Eddie. Yeah, um, and so you know that started 2018, and it grew to a point where we could, um, you know, get in there and, and do it full time. So that's kind of how it came to fruition of learning from the the industry and cutting my teeth as a rep, as a territory manager, and then becoming a roofing owner. Yeah, was that stressful when you guys had all those hailstorms or people just all over you trying oh. to get material? I mean, there were some big ones down in Fountain where I yeah, mean, I those- remember just we do property management. <laughs> I remember just waiting months for stuff. Yeah, you know, and then what was the real delay was ended up being siding and yeah and windows. Um, but you probably were under the gun, huh? Yeah, you know, it it, it a lot of times it's controlled chaos, right? When when these hailstorms hit, uh, you're trying to help people, you're trying to answer the phones. Uh, get people out, dispatch your your uh, service teams to basically get it watertight until yeah. you can get the claim process started and um, you know get these roofs uh, replaced. And it just it just takes time, uh, but it it's a good organization. If as long as you have a good team in place, uh, you control that chaos, and then that's kind of how you move through that. Yeah, I tell you what, it's uh, it's wild because um, you know we haven't had hailstorms for for a little bit of time now. So you, I've, I've noticed less roofing companies, yeah. you know, in, in that industry. Um, but to just describe to us a little bit about, you know, how the insurance has been working. Cause I've seen that change. I've seen, you know, people's premiums go from a thousand bucks a year to 2000 to $3,000. And I've also seen insurance companies dig in where they're not paying out on roofs as yeah. much as they used to. They're, they're not giving, I would say, um, proper, proper claim amount yeah you know no absolutely did the big change in colorado has been uh the deductible rise you know and it's gone from where you used to have 500 to a thousand dollar deductibles and 
and that was very very standard. Uh, now we've moved into more of a percentage. So a lot of people will have between one and five percent of their home value as the deductible, um, and that's only for wind and hail, which is kind of a unique way to attack it, I guess, as an insurance carrier would be. If your house were to burn down, it might be five hundred bucks to, right, to rebuild it. <laughs> but if you get a hailstorm, that's one percent. You know, yeah. so you'd uh, and so and, that and that's happens. what I got. That's what I got on mine. I got one percent and. It's off the home value. Yep. Do they use that off the assessors? If I understand that. Yes. Correctly? Yeah. That's. I. I believe that's how it is. They when they, um, and I forgive me for I'm not an insurance expert on that side. I'm not an agent. No, you should be. But yeah, <laughs> I. I know. I know how to work properly with them. But uh, I don't want to speak for them. I guess. As I understand, uh, that assessed value is basically they pull off of the yeah. county assessors. Yeah. And, and so the they, reason I bring that up is because we're starting to see the county assessors reassess. They do that every sure. couple of years. And so values are climbing higher and higher. Yep. So I see people all the time going, man, my deductible now is $5,000. Yeah. And so you start to get into an area, folks. This is why I bring this up is because so many people get a hailstorm. They call their insurance company. Number one, if your insurance company comes out there and they deny the claim, that still is a hit against your insurance Correct. record. Yeah, that's you know? something people don't realize. And your rates are going to go higher. So the first call you need to make is to someone like Crestone Roofing saying, can you come out, give me an honest opinion? Because they may say, you know what, what's your deductible? Five grand. We can really fix this for like four to five. Or hey, you got like yep. 50,000 worth of damage. Yep. This is definitely worth taking a deductible. And it, it's sad because people, I see it all the time where just people don't know the process of the insurance company. Um, and, and really it's, it starts with getting somebody in your corner who understands how to work with them, a good roofing company. Absolutely. You know, and something else that we really advocate for is, uh, for somebody from our team to meet that adjuster on site. You know, if, if we do, uh, discover that there is some damage and that it would qualify to, to file a claim, it's very important to have somebody from specifically our team to be out there with the adjuster and not necessarily to, uh, uh, are you or create tension by any means? Uh, we work collaboratively with yeah, these but you're guys. in the client's corner. You yep. got to understand exactly. You know that adjuster is representing a USAA or a State Farm, and they don't have, in my belief, they don't have your best interest in mind. Right? Yeah. Who's <laughs> going to advocate for you? It's just like when you have a realtor. You know, your roofing company is going to advocate for you and say, "Hey, did you notice this damage here and here?" And make sure that. You know, you don't get taken to the cleaners on what your amount amount should be on the yeah, payout. Absolutely. You know, and, and it's really important um, just to be able to point out to those items, say, hey, this is what we're seeing. And I don't know if you picked up on this, right? We're talking to our adjusters, uh, walk alongside of them, help them out. You know, you're there to, to advocate for your customer. You're also there to uh, be uh, collaborative, I guess, with that adjuster as well to make sure that he's seeing what you're seeing and uh, you don't get off the roof and miss something, right? That's the... The big thing that we oftentimes see is if there's not somebody out there with the adjuster, he may not pick up on some of the damages that you found. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, at that point, either you don't get your claim or he's got to come back out. Uh, and that just takes time, right? The, the real big key, I think, in our company as well is to how do we shorten these claim processes down? Yeah. Because a lot of time you got a closing going on or exactly. you may do have a roof that is not watertight and you know you're worried about more damage happening. Yeah, you don't like to see those claims go out 90 days or 60 or 120 days, right? I mean yeah. ideally the homeowner wants their their uh, house back to pre-loss condition as soon as possible and so part of that is meeting that adjuster there and making sure that he's seeing what you're seeing so that there's not uh, a miscommunication and 
Yeah. Stuff like that. I think it's important because we talk about it with real estate, meeting the appraiser. Yeah. And it's not like we're getting into, you know, button heads out there, but it is saying, hey, I'm representing my client, making sure that their value, we're under contract at 550 and I'm going to represent that. I believe the value is there, but the appraiser is then hired by the bank going, well, you know, I don't, I don't see the value there. And sometimes mm-hmm. you have to go and justify and advocate for your client. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So it's important, folks. If you're listening right now, we're talking with Luke from Crestone Roofing. And I think it's an important part. I've been through a lot of insurance claims. I think it's an important part of the process because I would say a majority of roofers mail it in and no one meets with them. It, it causes a delay in the process. And then also it could be costing you five, ten grand. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. It's just, uh, like I said, you want it to be an open line of communication. You want... Uh, you want that homeowner to feel like they do have somebody on their side in the event that uh, they don't agree with what the result uh, from the insurance carrier came from. Uh, and, you know, another thing that I think is very important is as part of our team is we really try to build relationships with a lot of the agents in town so that if there is a disagreement or if there is something that their homeowner is uh, not happy with, we can we can ask and talk to the agent and say, hey, can you help us out here? And a lot of times that that goes a long ways. Uh, long ways, yeah. Just it's to, old school communication. It sure is, yeah. It's yeah. open line communication, letting everybody know that we're doing out here doing an honest job. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no there's no sleight of hand going on. It's just yeah. here's the here's the uh stuff right here in front of you. Folks, so if you're listening right now, we're talking with Crestone Roofing. And uh, you know, if you haven't had your roof checked out in the last couple of years, you're thinking of selling or maybe you have a rental property, you haven't been there for a long time, it's a great time to have you know, you guys probably are a little less busy, I would guess, yeah. in the winter for you guys to go out, take a look at, at your home, and, and they may say, hey, you're, you're totally fine, you're good to go, or hey, you do have some leaking here, some damage, take care of it before you get into, you know, rainy season, stuff like that. So what's good contact info for yeah. you? Yeah, so you can, uh, you can reach out to our, our office at 719-491-0448. Uh, you can reach us by email, info at crestoneroofing.com. Uh, we're on Facebook. One more time on the phone number there. Yep, 719-491-0448. Perfect. You guys are on all the social media platforms. All of them, yep. Even Elon Musk's, right? There you go. Exactly right. Are you right. on Twitter? Oh, yeah. It, I don't, I don't uh, tweet, but <laughs> but I do follow along, you know. Follow, you're a good sport about it, right? <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. So we're going to end up going to a, a break here in about a minute and a half. But on the back end, I, I you know you guys are doing some commercial stuff. There's a, business owners who listen to this, and that's a whole nother ball of wax, right? Compared yeah, to residential, it sure is. You know, it's not. It's it's definitely two separate divisions, right? The guys that are that are running a single family home may not necessarily be able to uh, utilize their resources to run these commercial projects. And I would say, uh, alongside, to just touch on your um, roof maintenance. Commercial and residential right now, and now we're three, four years past a hailstorm. Uh, it's so important to get up there and do those free inspections. We do them uh, for people all the time. Uh, sometimes you find some stuff that can be very easily fixed, uh, and that could be on a flat roof or it could be on a, a single-family home right? that a homeowner's got. But if you can knock those things out before they become a major issue, before it gets inside the home, that's super important. We do free roof inspections uh, all the time. That's something that we offer to our clientele. Um we do maintenance programs as well, so that's something else we can touch on. Okay, perfect. Yeah, and if you're looking to sell your house, folks, get it inspected before because Correct. we see it often. You know, we get into these contracts, and all of a sudden, the inspector finds hail damage, and we're rushing to try to get it complete, get the permit closed 
before closing. So Luke's right. You got to get ahead of it. Yep. That's exactly it. So, and we do that an awful lot with, with a bunch of the realtors, including yourself here in town is let's get out there and let's get this thing uh, fixed and looked at and approved before you guys start that process. So we don't hold anything. Our, our job is to ensure that we do not hold up that uh, closing of the home and that process. So yeah, you, you guys do a good job of it. Yeah. We, yeah, we want to make sure we get our paychecks on time. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All right, folks, a lot of fun talk here. We're talking roofing. We're going to go into some commercial stuff, maintenance programs that you can be doing. We'll be right back here after these messages from ABC News. All right, folks, thanks for sticking with us. We're talking with Luke Jones, owner of Creststone Roofing, and uh, we were talking a little bit about you know differences between commercial property, residential property, and then you brought up an interesting point, Luke, about the maintenance of you know your roof. And I've, I've never heard somebody touch on that before yeah yeah it's something that uh, a lot of people don't think about right it says uh the roof's kind of out of sight out of mind um but it's very very important and a lot of times required specifically on a commercial side it's required by the manufacturer to maintain uh that roof in good condition in order for the warranty to be valid so uh you know i think we were talking during the break a little bit about what would be the danger signs what's something that you could look for average person walking up to their house you know on the residential side the fiberglass exposing on the edges of the shingles is kind of a great warning sign to say, hey, we should have somebody out here to look at this. Uh, curling of the shingles might might uh, represent some bad ventilation in your house. Okay. Be another reason the manufacturer may not cover that roof if, if something were to happen. Um, so you run into that. You see that at your house. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and, to all uh, you guys, you come out. What do you do? You s- slap some new shingles on there. There's a repair process. Yeah. There's a, there's always a, an option for a repair process. I mean, if it's very, very widespread, it might be a, a time that you, uh, maybe we look to see if there's some damage from a previous storm. And or you know, a lot of people uh, in the last year or so have, have gone to just a replacement, which yeah. seems uh, odd here in Colorado with all the hail we've gotten. But the cash replacement has become uh, much more, more of a common. norm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and do you have to have a hailstorm, if I understand correctly, within the last two years? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and a lot so of times... say you have damage five years ago. Correct. And you know, it's something to think about as well as we approach that two-year mark since um, really anything major has taken place. Uh, it's really important to get that thing inspected within the year just to be safe. But uh, some insurance companies will cover it for two. So. Yeah, they're probably watching that a little more closely now. Correct. Yeah, a little bit closely for <laughs> sure. <laughs> And so when somebody pays for, you mentioned cash, how do people pay for that? Do you guys have payment plans? They pay via credit card? Because um, that can be a big expense for, you know, some people is, you know, I used to, what, six, seven years ago, remember putting on roofs for six, $7,000, you know, yeah. your average home size. And now that same roof is probably around $14,000. So it's a chunk of change if you don't have insurance involved. Yeah, it sure is. And, and you know, there's, there's so many options now. You know, it's great to see the market is kind of uh, adjusted to account for such such an expense, the financing programs are really big. That's that's become a very commonplace item for people to be able to finance these things out. A lot of times they come with zero percent interest. Yeah, um, those are available through our our business as well. Okay. And so, how long is that at zero percent? Uh, a lot of them are thirty six months, twenty four months. I mean, it's it's a good two to three wow. years that they'll do zero percent financing on a lot of these um, on a lot of these roof and. And siding, it could be really anything too. It could be a full-on remodel where you did siding and windows as well. So that's not just limited to a roofing system. Yeah, it's unbelievable they're still doing that. You got the prime interest rate at seven and a half percent, right? But I still see these credit card companies offering zero APR for like 
20 months, and I'm just still scratching my head because I don't understand if we're just in a gap area right now, just kind of like we are in the savings. People aren't making money off the savings accounts, even though you're seeing the Fed's raising the interest rate, prime it 7.5%. So, I mean, to have that done, I mean, folks, you got to understand, if you're looking at something where you don't have to make a payment for, what, 24? Yeah, sometimes it's 24 months, sometimes it's 12 months, but- Either that's way, free money. You, that's yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. So yeah. very, very important. And it's becoming more commonplace. You know, you get outside of the state of Colorado or or one of what we call the hail markets and financing a roof system or any of your remodeling is very common. Uh, believe it or not, most people in the United States don't file a hail claim and get a roof. Their roof wears out after 30 years and they have to go buy one. And yeah. so and so there's there's programs out there where it's just that it's such a novice or I'm sorry, a novel idea for us here in Colorado yeah, to have so to much pay hail. cash. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, but getting less of those hailstorms now. Folks, stick around. We're going to go to a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with Luke Jones, Crestone Roofing. All right, folks, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, learning a lot here with Luke Jones talking uh, roofing, talking the difference between commercial, residential, and uh, you guys have different divisions that you know offer the residential side and the and the commercial side. Yeah. So and not uh, not something that's irregular in the business, but we like to uh, kind of separate those two. So we have our residential side where that team runs um, stuff for our single family homeowners, and that's where their professionals at. Uh, the commercial side are what we call low slope roofing systems. Um, we have roof maintenance programs. We have a whole full team that's uh, actually coming on to staff. We we utilized a uh, a few of our subcontractors on that for a few years, but now they're coming in-house. Because you guys are so busy. Yeah, we're them. getting too busy to yeah. where we need to have these guys on on our payroll. Um, and so that's a great thing that's going to be coming and start of 2023. Uh, and that multifamily division for us and the low slope division has really taken off where we've got, shoot, thousands of squares going on right now across the city with all the multifamily uh, apartments being built and um, things of that nature. So that's awesome. that division's really taken off and, and it's really great to see our our commercial division grow like that where we can bring guys in-house and uh, really quality control what we're doing. And, and, uh, yeah, do it builds credibility within the community too. You're doing some big projects. You're going beyond saying, hey, we're going to wait for a hailstorm. We're just going to you know block and tackle. Yep. I mean, you guys are really getting involved in the community, helping people with these big time projects these apartment complexes. absolutely yeah and that and and we're on we're seeing more and more this low slope side of the business grow because there's so many people coming into our city uh yeah. and there's just not enough housing for them to, to live in so the multifamily is really a big part of our business um and it just kind of goes to show how great our team is and and i'm so proud of them because they're able to handle such a different magnitude from the single family house up to the uh four-story you know 355 unit apartment building yeah, that they huge. can do stuff on, and it, it's just great to see them do such a, a great job. And that's awesome. Yeah, it, it's nice to be able to audible, be able to serve different clientele, or even if you're slapping a roof on a single family yep. home, and you and they say, "Hey, I got a, a multifamily complex. Can you handle that?" Yep. You know, being able to handle all facets of uh, the roofing. So um, let's talk a little bit about you know the consumer gets into this claim process. Um, you know, and they're picking out their shingle. They're picking out, hey, do I get a hail resistant shingle? Um, there's a lot of different things that go along with this process. What are kind of the take a step by step when you meet with the consumer? How do you really, you know, hold their hand through the process so they're uh, knowledgeable of what's going on and there's no surprises? You know, yeah, uh, it, there's there's 
10 different uh, types of products that would that'd be important for a homeowner to learn about. And unfortunately, in roofing, it's not very fascinating, right? And so it's our job to educate. Uh, number one would be, it's always good to check with your insurance company to, in, to see if you get any sort of discount for putting a certain type of roofing product on. Very uh, many companies in town and across the uh, country, insurance carriers offer a discount for putting an impact-resistant roof sh- roof system on. Yeah. Um, so that's that's number one. Check that before uh, before you get involved with your contractor. See if there's some sort of discount you can get because oftentimes uh, either it's a small upgrade fee or it might be even a free uh, service that you know oftentimes will will do too. We might throw it in on the roof system. Um, Number two, what I would look out for is what type of impact resistant. And I'll nutshell this. This is roofing info for the roofing geeks, right? Uh, <laughs> but uh, here, PhD, be right here. This is where you get your PhD <laughs> in roofing it. this that's morning, it. folks. So you know what? It, there's there's two different ways that a manufacturer makes these impact resistant shingles. One is they'd add a fiberglass back to the back, uh, and that passes their test. The other way is that they utilize a thing called rubberized asphalt or SBS. Right, that's okay. a that's a product they put in the actual shingle. If you're going to choose an impact resistant roof system, in my opinion, uh, in my experience, SBS products are the only way to go. Really? Uh, you don't get nearly they cost more. They don't cost any more. They're okay. they're generally within a dollar or two a square, if anything at all. It's just that there's a different approach to it. Yep, huh? there's a different approach, and so some manufacturers utilize a fiberglass scrim on the back of the shingle to pass the impact resistant test. Others utilize what I believe, and I think what most would believe, is the best product out there for impact resistant, and that's called SBS Modified Asphalt product that gets actually uh, integrated, in, intertwined. Um, yeah, we're using big words there now, you go. folks. Integrated. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> this <laughs> is like the, when you start to get to the end of the class. You know, that's the right. professor's using a lot of big words. You, you're struggling to spell them out and write them down. That's you know? it. <laughs> that's so, great. But that's really important, though. Just, it, you know, we only install SBS products uh if we if you get an impact resistant roof system from us you're going to get a modified asphalt uh roof system so very important yeah and loop brought up a good point you know you don't just put a hail resistant roof on if maybe you're not getting a discount from your insurance carrier right so there's things you got to look at how about gutters i mean is it always the time where people are putting on new gutters when they when they're putting on a new roof yeah you know what generally generally speaking you're going to get the gutters installed um at the time when the roof comes off uh, and it just because those kind of have the same lifespan, okay. they get dinged up. They start, uh, you know, Colorado's weather was such a dry climate, the caulking and stuff like that, that goes into the, uh, gutter systems to put the two pieces together, yeah. uh, at like a corner or something, they, it just dries out and over time it cracks and that's why you get those leaks. So part of the maintenance program that we do too, we check that stuff to see if there's leaking going on. And so what's the, the is the maintenance program a monthly fee you pay? Is it a yearly fee? You guys come out. You inspect. I mean, how does that program look? So, so on a residential home, we generally do a free. We do a free roof inspection to start out, yeah. uh, and most of those are a one-time fix, right? So, there's not. We can we can run a maintenance program for a residential house, but generally speaking, it's a one-time thing. We can get you set up and and fix for the foreseeable future. On yeah. the commercial side, we do a roof inspection. Um, we find the necessary items that we need to get the roof system back repaired and back into working order. And then we set up uh, kind of like a yearly fee of hey for fifteen hundred bucks or two thousand bucks a year, we'll come out here and we'll give you a uh, labor and material minimum to say hey this is what we'll do up to this amount of money to fix and ensure that your uh, roof system stays watertight. 
and I'll tag that along with uh, that's part of many of our roof systems. Every roof system we put on for low slope is comes with an NDL warranty, no dollar limit, 20 years from the manufacturer. That means if that thing leaks, we go out and fix it and the manufacturer pays us to do so. And so that's a very, very important thing. It's fairly common in commercial world, but part of that and our part of our responsibility in that system and that warranty would be to provide a maintenance program to that customer. And is that because you're dealing with more flat roofs? Yeah, that's is a, that that's where a, the maintenance comes in more. You have pooling stuff like that. Exactly right. Yeah, you got a big surface area. Um, it's a flat roof, right? It's like a giant swimming pool up there. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, that maintenance is is even more important than a slope roof, right? We always kind of we are laugh to ourselves that you know the steep slope roofs are so easy because the water runs right off. Yeah. And, you know, low slope is much much more of an interesting deal because. The water just pools there, and it's your responsibility to keep it watertight. What What would you say the average lifespan of a flat roof is? Uh, you know what? Uh, Thirty years is probably a a good number. Twenty years. Um, there's a reason that the NDLs go twenty years, right? Yeah. They They assume that that's probably the life of the roof. But if you maintain these things, uh, those roofs will go uh, indefinitely, right? There's I know I see a lot of roofs in town that have been on the on that building for thirty and forty years. Um, wow. And so as long as you take care of it and you address the issues up front and don't let it get out of hand, that it really is no uh, lifespan on, on these roof systems anymore. Yeah, and there's some residential out there that have flat roofs as well. Um, yeah. But on a normal residential house, what is it, five-year? You know, they so every roof system now is a limited lifetime warranty. And so they're meant, these shingles are meant to stay on indefinitely. Uh the average roof system in Colorado, the last I checked, was about six to seven years. Yeah. Uh, and that's just due to the hail systems that we have come through, right? And you get some wind, too. And we get a little bit of wind, right? <coughs> we just had one here you know, a week ago, probably yeah. to the year of the date last year when we had that uh, oh. real real uh, windy day. I think it was 110 miles an hour that came through the town. So, And you guys help coordinate if people, you know, they have fences with it as well or siding issues as well, windows. You guys get involved in that or you really just stick to the... Yeah. We uh, we provide the services for as a kind of a free service to hook you up with our partners, basically our trade partners. Yeah. So we don't we don't oversee necessarily that part of say a fence or some siding. If it's a small repair, we're happy to help out, and yeah. uh, and our guys are are qualified enough to to make those repairs. But if you have a a larger scale job or an issue like a full fence blown down, we have the right contacts. We connect our customers to that contact so that they can deal with. And that's um, the best way to do it, folks, because if they weren't doing it that way, they'd be doing a markup on it, taking a little bit off the top, making money. Boy, I've seen how that works all too well in the last couple of years. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. sure. So it's nice that you guys kind of stay out of it and hook them up with someone reputable. Um, Luke, we're about to end. Can you give the contact information one more time to Crestone Roofing? Yeah, sure can. I I really appreciate you guys letting me come on and speak. It's been great. Uh, 719-491-0448. Uh, info at crestoneroofing.com. Uh, you can see us on Facebook. We don't tweet, but uh, <laughs> they're working Facebook on the Twitter. Is on there. Yeah, we're working on the Twitter. So <laughs> love Thank it. You. All right, folks. Thanks for joining us on the extra. You got Tom Martino next.